0: Us And he wants us to live blessed, peaceful, and thankful lives. So he commands us to be thankful and tells us what kinds of things to think about. Now it is our turn to love him and ourselves enough to obey. Let's be diligent to obey God and be thankful. This week, Dr. Dixon is teaching how it is possible to obey. Well, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul and all
1: that is within me, bless his holy name. We are sharing on this month because it's Thanksgiving month in the United States and we're giving thanks unto the Lord and really delving into First Thessalonians 5 and 18. Give thanks to the Lord in, not for all things, but in all things. And when you do that, yes, you're going to have to move into just a radical thanks unto the Lord. In other words, doesn't mean that it's going to be good, but God's going to work it for your good. In spite of me saying all of this. The question yet remains, I'm sure with some of you, how is it possible to obey 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18? Well, i tell you one thing, grumbling, you can identify it right away as the accent of hell and gratitude as the accent of heaven. I think we can draw a defining line there. Uh, that grumbling will keep you from getting a glimpse of your future. But as many of you, as you prepare to celebrate this Thanksgiving let's take a longer look at gratitude. It is so necessary. And it's something we have to go over throughout life and at different places and stages of life. And more specifically, we're going to talk today, this week on how to obey. How is that possible to be grateful in all things and give thanks in all things, all circumstances, especially if your circumstances are horrible? What fuels thanksgiving when life seems to be one discouragement, when life seems to be one disappointment, when life seems to be disease, disaster, and death. One thing after another. So there's only one way. And Jesus, you know what? He lets us know that both is the way and shows the way. When we look at what he said in John 14 and 6, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Isn't that awesome? So we got to do this thing. the only way we're going to be able to do it is in our relationship with Christ Jesus. And if we do, we'll see. Let me tell you. Do you know what? When Jesus was getting ready to face the cross, he had to give thanks in the face of horror. Eucharist, though, the Greek word that is pronounced there, that where he was giving thanks in the face of horror. This is the place where you can see Jesus showing us the way. See, He's in the upper room where he took bread and when he had given thanks and he broke it and gave it to the disciples that were sitting around. And he said to them, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. See, grumbling will be the forever accent of hell and gratitude, the forever accent of heaven. Jesus knew he was getting ready to go to the cross. And he was giving encouragement. Hey, in three days, I'll meet you in Galilee. He just kept moving right through it in the midst of horror. Uh, When you're facing something that you don't want to face, and God is saying, Is it at that time, give thanks? And you say, How can I do it? Jesus said, I'm the way. You can only do it when you're in me. See, when we're in Christ, I'm telling you, it makes a difference in our lives that have a relationship with Christ Jesus because his grace becomes sufficient. It gives us what we need and keeps us from grumbling. And so he said, this is my body which is given for you. A lot of people didn't understand it in that day, but what he is saying to us, and we have come to understand, uh, the only way you can understand it is in Christ Jesus, is the fact that when you give of yourself to others in the face of horror, not thinking about yourself, but thinking about what future is going to bring in, how you're going to benefit from this that you're going through at this time, it may be tough, it may be hard. But if you go through and, you know, with the right kind of attitude, not grumbling, but when you're giving thanks, God, I just thank you for this moment. I thank you for what I'm learning in this moment. I said this all the time to myself when I'm going through a horrible situation. I said, God, whatever I need to learn in this situation, let me learn it because I don't want to go through this again. And I thank Thank you for your grace that's seen me through. I do. I get honest with God and I say that. And I tell you, when that happens, God began to show you your future and you're able to make it through. This is what happened with Jesus. See, because grumbling will be the forever accent of hell, but gratitude is the forever accent of heaven. The Greek word for thanks in this verse is Eucharisto. And the best person I know to unpack the word is Jesus Christ. I mean, he he unpacks that when we see how he just kept moving from the upper room, moving on through Jerusalem, going on his way to the cross, going on to the cross. And I tell you, as you begin to see the grace of God that was upon him, he asked them to pray with him. The ones who had been, hey, in his group. okay, he asked them to pray with me. Just pray for me a little bit here. I'm fixing to go through something. And it moved on gracefully when he saw that they were sleeping instead of praying. Ah, you know what? He didn't grumble. He said, go on and get your rest. I got to go a little further here. (laughs) In other words, I've got to give God thanks. I got to give God praise. I got to give God the glory. It's something real getting ready to take place here. And I know that his grace is sufficient. It's going to see me through. That's really the thoughts that were there. How can you say that? That's not written down because I'm looking at his actions. Oh, let me tell you. The root word of you, Horisto, is Charis, meaning grace. Jesus took the bread and saw it as grace and gave thanks. He took the bread and knew it to be the gift and gave thanks. Eucharisto, thanksgiving. That envelops the Greek word for grace, charis. But it also holds its derivative, the Greek word kara, meaning joy. So what, what are we talking about here? We're talking about charis, which is grace. We're talking about Eucharisto, which is facing this most horrible thing, and you're giving thanks. And we talk about chara, the joy of giving thanks. Now, let's think for a moment about what Jesus Eucharisto meant. Mm -hmm. You know what he meant? He was saying, thank you, Father, that my body, symbolized by this bread, is about to be brutally broken, and I am about to be momentarily damned by your wrath. Oh, wait, now, what? I know. I know. I hear you. I hear you already. Isaiah 53 and 10 says, Yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him. He has put him to grief when his soul makes an offering for guilt. He shall see his offspring. He shall prolong his days. The will of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Oh, that was the other end of that. And this is what Jesus was saying. This is what Jesus was looking on. Oh, let me tell you people. Oh, when you begin to let the grace of God his charis come upon you in the midst of eucharisto which is facing a horror and you decide not to complain not to grumble oh, but you decide to chara, to go into a joy Only God can do that for us and having a relationship with Jesus Christ. Oh my God. And he began to see that God is using you in this situation and he's got a greater end. It's going to be a greater end, a greater outcome. What you're going through is only momentarily, but you're going to receive supreme glory. Oh, it's going to be awesome what God would do when you're able to forgive undeserving people. Yeah. When you're able to do that, it's not an easy thing. But if you will confess... That Jesus Christ is Lord by being thankful to the glory of God the Father, according to his word in Philippians 2 and 11. I'm telling you right now, you will begin to share in an eternal joy, a fullness of it. And I said that because once you begin to practice this, it becomes a part of your nature and you find yourself exchanging mm-hmm. this relationship that you have. You're exchanging in the face of horror, something that you don't want to go through. But hey, it's no getting out of it. <laughs> it's no getting out of it. And there are things that you've been through, separations, divorce, sickness, disease, hurt, pain, betrayal, things that you go through that it was no getting out of it. It was part of your journey. But I'm telling you right now, you don't have to thank God for it, but you can certainly thank God in it with tears. Another thing I say all the time, running down your face, you can give God thanks. And that's when God will begin to come in with his charis, which is his grace meaning that those things that we are not physically able to do, but because of our relationship with Christ Jesus, oh, he gives us his grace, that extension of him that enables us to do. And then we can move into Kara joy. Oh, we can begin to have that eternal fullness of joy on the inside. Oh, and I'm telling you, regardless to what anyone or anything has done to us and to this body of sickness and disease, you can begin to just give God thanks in a radical way because God has given you a glimpse of the future of how things are going to be better. Things are going to be greater when you move into that joy. It begins to fuel your thankfulness and you can endure because what? I know I'm coming out of this. That's why you're praising God. And so Jesus thanks was not based on his present circumstances. Your thanks to God when you're in Eucharisto, which is facing a horror. And you're going through it and oh my God, God gives you his charis, which is his grace because of your relationship with Christ Jesus to make it through that situation. And you find yourself in chara, going into a joy, lifted up and praising God. Let me tell you, that's not based on your present circumstances. When you begin to be give thanks, that extension from God allows you to get a glimpse of the future, that better days are coming. Behind this adversity is a whole lot of blessings. Oh, that thankfulness moves you into that shower, that joy. And you find yourself able to endure, that you can make it out to the end. <gasps> that Eucharisto, it has fueled you by your belief in uh, a future grace, a future cherish that God is going to bring in your life. He does. He does. Oh, you get fueled by what's going on. I get a second wind whenever I'm under attack because I have practiced this throughout my journey, my life, because it doesn't happen just once. There'll be overwhelming situations that will come at times that you think not. But as you begin to put this into practice, what I'm sharing with you today, and you'll find out that it is possible to obey First Thessalonians 5 and 18, and you find yourself, oh my God, able to Move into the future glory, not thanking God based on the present circumstances. Oh, because just as Jesus, Jesus was about to endure the worst possible horror, he felt thankful to the Father for the grace and glory that was coming because of the cross and this gave him joy. Oh let me tell you, as a believer, I want you to know you just get fueled by whatever you might be going through and you start giving God thanks. Because the joy set before you is the same joy Jesus had set before him. Because you are an heir of the kingdom with him. Oh, Jesus, the founder and perfecter of your faith and my faith. For the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Hebrews 12, I'm telling you, Jesus' eyes was on his future joy. He got through the cross by not focusing on the cross, but on the promised joy that would result from it. That's where God wants your eyes on the future joy that he has promised you. Oh, oh. so when you do that, what do you have to look forward to? Well, what is your future joy? the best possible future you could ever imagine. If you ever want to believe this, believe it. You will have the free gift of complete forgiveness for all your sins extending into forever. (laughs) Ain't that a blessing? No matter what you've done and how you've done it. See, that's how that grace comes in. Don't deserve it, but because you dare to say thank you. Mm. And you will never have to merit your justification by keeping the law. No. Oh, he said in Galatians, you know what? He said, yet we know that a person is not justified by works of the law, but through faith in Jesus Christ. So we also have believed in Christ Jesus in order to be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law, because the works of the law, no one will be justified. Huh? So you won't get it by being, you know, doing it your way. That's really what it's saying. You can't get it with your system. You got to do this thing through God's system. It enables you to obey him and You know what? You look back and you say, I don't know how I made it, but I made it. Well, I want to tell you how you made it. It was the grace of God (laughs) that when you were facing that horrible situation, it was the grace of God. And now he's just saying, you get happy. You get joyful. Oh, yes. Because the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, hey, it's there with you. And he said in first Corinthians 15 verses 52 and 53, that you'll be raised from the dead and never, never, ever die again. Well, let's make that relevant right now. What you're going through right now, you won't have to go through it again. If you will just learn this lesson that I'm teaching about giving thanks. Oh, isn't that wonderful? I have another saying that I say that I took on from this. I'm just enjoying this because I have walked through this. I have walked through it. I've made journeys through this and I can share it with you from experience. Oh Glory to God of what the Lord will do in your life. When you will dare (sighs) to put him first, you'll have something to look forward to. I said this all the time and I'll say it and I'll say it. You may get me once enemy, but you won't get me twice. (laughs) I'm going to learn the lesson that I need to learn. I'm going to allow doing this Eucharisto. this horrible thing that i'm facing i'm going to allow the grace of god to see me through in other words i know that i'm human but you know what i can find a hiding place in God and God will see me through that by his grace and whatever i'm going through I thank you father i'm gonna see it through to the end just like jesus did uh-huh he's the way mm-hmm. i see it through to the end that's the principle that I follow jesus and i want the enemy to know you know what this will never ever ever happen to me again and that's when i reach 1 Corinthians 15, 52 through 53, that we'll be raised from the dead and never, ever, ever die again. That's how I see that. (laughs) Because God's grace is going to see me through and I'm going to make it out of this situation. And you know what? I'm coming out with joy and victory in Jesus name. Oh, 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 glory. And it also means that someday soon, I mean, it won't be long before you see what it was all about. Before you see the glory of what God is doing and what God is bringing to pass. Oh. God is so good, I I tell you. You'll be completely free. Oh, God will set you completely free. That horror that was coming, you're completely free. Never again will that happen. You won't see that corruption anymore. And you'll be able to help others that are going through is as well. And that's what God wants that fellowship to come as we're beginning to be thankful that we're sharing the thankfulness as we're going from Eucharisto into charis and from that into chara. I tell you one thing, as we move into them, oh, we'll begin to see the grace of God and the joy of God and that we can share with others that are at that point of just saying, I don't see how I can make it through this. You can tell them, oh yes, you can. <laughs> and that's just a small sampling of the joy that is set before you. It is the same joy that Jesus had set before him because you are an heir of the kingdom of God with him. Ah, well, you know what? I'm going to stop there because I'm just truly enjoying this. I want you to know my prayer for you is that God allows you to live as long as you want and that you never want as long as you live. (laughs) I am Carol Dixon, and this is
0: Dash. Did you miss a Dash episode recently? If so, we have you covered. You can get all of the previous Dash teachings on your podcast platform right now. It's a great opportunity to not only catch up on what you've missed, but also share the teaching with others who need to hear it. Every message gives you the opportunity to share through your favorite social media channel, email, or text. It's a valuable way to let your friends and family know what God is teaching you through Dash with Carol Dash. If you would like to know more about Dr. Carolee Dixon and Dash, go to our website at caroldixon.net.